Yesterday, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau alluded to some details of the possible reopening plan of the Canada-U.S. border. A Canadian officials envision a multi-phased reopening of the border that would begin with fully vaccinated travelers being allowed to enter starting as early as this summer. Jim Diodati, the mayor of Niagara Falls, and I'd like to consider friend of the show, joins us to talk about it. Welcome, Jim. Yeah, thanks for having me, Kelly. Good to have you back. So how do you feel about the border reopening between the two countries in the near future? Uh, it's eminent. And and I've been having regular discussions with all the other border city mayors in Ontario, with Minister Blair, and of course, our counterparts in the U.S. And, and the U.S., of course, I don't need to tell you, that, you know, we see it in the media, uh, things are back to normal. Matter of fact, uh, I know the Toronto Blue Jays have extended their stay in Buffalo until at least July the 21st. They're going to 80% capacity at Salem Field. So, so everything's back to normal or pretty close to it, certainly on its way. And we've been having these discussions with Minister Blair. Matter of fact, all the border city mayors were with uh, a call with him uh, a week ago discussing and saying and insisting that we need a plan. And we appreciate the fact that the plan can change, just like if I were to drive to Ottawa, I'd have a plan to go there. But I mean, there might be construction, there might be accidents, there might be flat tires, but we would adjust the plan, but we'd still have the plan, we'd still eventually get there. So he said, what's the plan? And I can share with you that he was talking about hitting certain benchmarks, metrics, and he suggested 7520 is the one they're looking at for starting to ease the restrictions on the border. 75% getting their first shot, 20% having both shots. And they anticipate having that, achieving that goal by uh, or before the 21st of June. So that's the one date that we were discussing. The 7520 on which side? Uh, on the Canadian side. So on the U.S. side, we've now got parity with them on first shots, but they're way ahead of us on second shots. So uh, as I understand it, they're over 50% on second shots. So 75-20 is the goal. And then his follow-up goal is 75% for both in Canada. And they anticipate that by July the 21st, a month after. Okay, let me ask you about the numbers here, because I've been, you know, there's so many different reports of Americans and, and the hesitancy to get the vaccine, although it's been available to them for quite some time now. Um, are we talking about, you know, the parity where uh, first doses are, are concerned? Is that in bordering towns in the states like New York State or or even farther down? Like wh which parity are we talking about here? Which which states, which areas? Well, they are just saying if you want to cross the border by land, they're going to have to show some sort of evidence. And this is, and again, this is a plan they started with. He wouldn't commit to the caveat being, you know, we've got to finalize things. Can we get through the G7 kind of discussion? And then we'll follow up and conclude this. And we wanted to know, can you expand the essential list to include people doubly vaccinated? Um, can we participate in utilizing the vaccines that are being thrown out just south of the border? And I know from Mayor Dilkins in Windsor, he's been really pushing this one. And I'm absolutely Absolutely on board with him that thousands of vaccines are getting thrown into landfills because they expire because they don't have enough arms to put them into. And we've got a lot of willing participants here. So we're saying, please get with your American counterparts, stop wasting time and wasting vaccines. Let's get them into arms. Let's get the borders open. Let's get life back to normal. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, with the talk of the border reopening, um, is there also talk of allowing vaccines to come across the border? Because we have heard that that's a bit of a problem from Mayor Dilkins, who has got his own plan worked out, which I think is absolutely brilliant. 
They'll close down the tunnel and take people down in the middle of the tunnel to the border where they will uh, get someone from the American side to uh, inject them uh, with the vaccine so they don't have to cross well, the border or quarantine. He's he's brilliant on this. I speak with him regularly. And I mean, between our two border crossings, we've got some pretty serious numbers. And, and he's got a lot of essential workers that work in the U.S. and Michigan in healthcare and pharmacists and the like. And, and, and we were talking about how many vaccines get thrown out every day. We said, what a waste. How can we just quietly stand by and allow this to happen? They're willing to share them with us. And we've got a lot of examples you know, from Montana, Washington, Alaska, the list goes on and on. And I'm in regular touch with my American counterparts, the mayor of Niagara Falls, New York as well. A lot of people don't realize there are two Niagara Falls and, and they're saying, how can we help? What we can know we do? our falls are better. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I've got a nephew that's going to school in Alabama and they yeah. had him on a radio show down there and they asked him, what side's better? And I said, the political answer is the view is definitely better from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so I know. So you mentioned that you do talk with the uh, the mayor of Niagara Falls, New York. So how important is this reopening to both of you? It's huge. And and the people need to understand that there, it's not just economics. And yes, it's billions of dollars. It's cultural. A lot of us, I've got family on both sides of the border, friends on both sides of the border. People have property on both sides of the border. We just kind of see it as one big city divided by a river or divided by a border. So for us, it's we grew up crossing even without ID. You'd go across to go shopping, visiting, whatever the case may be. As far as tourism goes, of course, Niagara Falls is the number one leisure destination in Canada, and 25% of the visitors here come from the U.S., and they represent 50% of the revenue. So from an economic standpoint, it's huge. From a cultural family standpoint, it's huge in so many ways. And here in Niagara Falls, Kelly, 40,000 people count on tourism to put food on the table, to pay their mortgages, to pay their rent. So it's huge. It's right up there with oxygen. So we're trying to do everything we can, myself, Mayor Dilkins, and a number of other politicians to get the borders open. And we're saying, we understand the consternation. We know everybody's looking looking at polls and trying to take the temperature. What we're saying is, if there is a way to safely open the border sooner, and if that means utilizing vaccines that are going to be thrown out, if that means setting benchmarks and metrics, let's do it. Let's incentivize people to go get their vaccine sooner rather than later. Let's do it. Why wouldn't we do it? And the hesitancy is frustrating. Let's get the two governments talking together. Stop wasting time. People are suffering, waiting for them to make up their minds. Over the weekend, we heard that the government finally made up their mind. They will allow uh, travel for NHL players uh, across the border. So how upset were your constituents and how important is it that that border opened for them after hearing about the NHL? Oh, well, that and now, of course, we're talking about the Toronto Blue Jays, you know, who, as I mentioned earlier, they play in, in Buffalo at Salem Field. And uh, and there, you know, Kelly, it's interesting. Uh, eight, they're now allowed 80% capacity. So that's about 13,000 people. So anybody that want to watch the Jays play can do it in Buffalo. And what a beautiful ballpark in downtown Buffalo. So beautiful. And they're saying 95% of the seats are being reserved for those fully vaccinated. So they're mm -hmm. trying to incentivize, Mayor Brown is trying to incentivize people in Buffalo to get vaccinated. So we're anxious to get the border open. And, I'm, and, and it's a good way to incentivize people to go get their second shot sooner rather than later so that we can get back to normal. So nobody's suggesting it's going to be a light switch. We know it'll be a dimmer switch. It'll be gradual, but it starts with the vaccine. And if the vaccine truly is the panacea, 
then let's get the vaccines out as fast as we can so we can open things up and get back to normal. We've been suffering enough. There's no reason to sit back on this. we got to move forward lean into it. We're speaking with the mayor of Niagara Falls, Jim Diodati. Jim, the specifics remain sketchy. You know, the feds are still working on this plan to open up the U.S.-Canadian border. Um, but uh, one of the things that we've mentioned a couple times during this conversation is proof of vaccination would be needed. Uh, you'd have to be probably double vaccinated uh, to cross the border um, when it first reopens. Biden said he won't create a federal vaccine passport. That's a big part of the puzzle left in question. So it could be a source of confusion at the border and lead to major lineups. Uh, what's the workaround? Is there a workaround? What are you hearing? Yeah. And and so personally, I don't have a big problem with having a vaccination passport. You know, the example I use is when I would bring my dog across the border, I had to show proof of vaccinations for rabies. And that's just the way it is. And I've traveled a lot of countries around the world that same thing. I had to get vaccinated. I had to prove because they've got concerns about certain contagions. And I get that. It's going to be confusing if we're going to have too much testing at the border. And the part that's most frustrating, I find, for Canadians is even if you drive across the border to drop someone off at the airport, you have to quarantine for two weeks when you get back. And right now, even still, if you've been double vaccinated, you have to quarantine for two weeks. Really? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So what we're saying is come up with a modest means of altering the rules. And I get it. A year like a ago, PCR test, negative PCR test? Yes. So people coming right now, you have to show up at the border with the negative test. Then they test you at the border. Then you got to get tested eight days later and you have to quarantine for two weeks. You can't leave your house regardless of how many vaccines you've received. It's a bit and excessive. Okay, it's excessive. And the other thing, Kelly, that's really interesting that I have not heard one word from our federal government yet is what about all the Canadians that have been fully vaccinated in the United States? Where are we accounting for that? Where are those numbers? Those that have, that have gone to Costco or, or the drugstores in the U.S. that have already been vaccinated, how are we factoring that number into what we're doing right now? So it seems that, I don't know, it seems we're not as fluid as we should be with having the vaccination discussion. And those on the border, we're very sensitive to it. We want to open up safely, but yeah. we also yeah. want to do it meaningfully. Okay, let me, I don't have a lot of time with you. So in 30 seconds or less, we're hearing this could cap, happen by uh, June 21st. Uh, there are Americans that say, look, if it doesn't happen by June 21st, we should just re start reopening and allow Canadians with property and boats and businesses to come into our country. But uh, Canada Day, we're hearing after Canada Day, maybe we'll open the border. What are you hearing? What, what's your best guess? We're hearing the same thing. We're hearing uh, the 21st of June, uh, gradual for those double vaccinated, and then expanding that as we get after the long weekend, July 1st, 4th weekend. So that's what we're counting on. A lot of businesses are trying to prep for it, trying to hire people, bring in stock and inventory. So we can't afford to lose another season. That's for sure. Jim, I want to thank you for your time. And hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, we can meet in person one day. Maybe I can come have a uh, a lovely beverage, a fun and tonic on a, on a patio with you somewhere in Niagara Falls this summer. Come on Friday. I'll be waiting. <laughs> Jim, thanks so much. Have yourself a fantastic day.